Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Well, all right. Welcome back, niggas and friends, to another episode of the podcast. I am one of your hosts, Waldo Geraldo Faldo. Oh, man. And I am the other host. I'm Ashley Banks. This is The Reed. This is The Reed. Tatiana Ali. Still uh, quarantining and things of that nature. Haven't completely lost it yet. Or maybe I did and just forgot. I don't <laughs> no, know. No, I think I'm I'm starting to adjust, I think. Mm, I'm not. All right. But <laughs> we're gonna work on it. <laughs> that doesn't stop the train from running, and this week we're gonna keep it pushing with some black excellence. And I'm going to give it over to a daddy daughter couple. Uh Antoine and JJ Patton. This is a story that I read on Black Enterprise as well as Teen Vogue. Now, Anton, Antoine is the father of uh, two girls. Who is this? Oh, Antoine Patton. Gotcha. Anyway, this father uh, was locked up for a few years in New York. And uh, basically, while incarcerated, he uh, was taking college courses and looked up how to code, taught himself how to code, because at the time, social media and tech and all of that stuff was like, keyword, 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 keyword. So considering that he had children to take care of, he decided to figure out what that was all about, hoping to have uh, an opportunity to really take care of his family when he got back out. And when he did, he realized that many businesses find success when they're providing uh, resolutions to problems that aren't there already. And one that he was experiencing is one that many uh, incarcerated people and families of incarcerated people uh, deal with, which is the trouble of communicating with your loved ones. Mm. He was having trouble. Uh, his daughter, JJ, was having trouble, like, getting letters out to her dad, pictures out to her dad. Sometimes it would come back because 
like he said, you never know uh, what certain prisons will uh, basically flag. Like your yeah. kid could throw up a peace sign in a picture and it may be like flagged for gang related blank, blank, blank. Lord. And so that plus the cost of all of these things is just trouble for some for folk. And so this dad and daughter created uh, a foundation as well as an app called Photo Patch. And first of all, Shout out to this man for learning how to code, teaching other people locked up how to code, coming out, coding himself, trying to build websites and stuff like that, and then teaching his daughter, who showed interest in it, how to code as well. And then building this photo patch app that basically helps young kids, families, uh, people who have loved ones that are in jail or prison send photos, letters, and things like that without the cost of having to you know, mail these things out and possibly not even get them to who you're sending them to. They also um, had the goal to teach 2020 people how to code within 2020 or by 2020. And that's what they're doing. They're teaching all kinds of people. I saw this clip of them, a whole classroom full of young black folks, kids and all learning how to code. And I think that's a really amazing, powerful thing to do to just kind of you know, get us rooted in these different things and, and help for helping for us to find interest and stuff. Because he, from what I read also, when he saw like computer science as a course, uh, one of the college courses in prison, he thought, Oh, well that's just for geniuses. Like that's not something for me. <laughs> that's what I would and then <laughs> right. And changed his tune later on. So it's just something that's really dope. And I think that it's cool to expose other people, whether it's your family or just people in your community to that sort of thing and give the opportunity for internships and jobs and all that dope stuff. So, um, like I said, the mailing of letters and photos and stuff like that, that you put into photo patches, not, co- it doesn't cost anything for the user. So they really fund everything through donations. So you can go to photopatch.org to learn more about what it is that these folks are doing and donate if you want to and, you know, stand for all of the good that they're doing in this nation and the world. Yeah, I just um, uh, Googled around and found the website and there's lots of pictures of him and his daughter and they little matching outfits with they matching yeah, computers. It's literally teaching. So cute and such a worthy cause like he said he was intimidated first it's a whole lot of kids who might be really good at coding and nerd shit who just never saw themselves in a position to do something like that so right oh good especially job, like Patton. when you think about the fact that coding is like w- when you just look at it having no real knowledge or understanding of it it basically looks like some alien shit that was accidentally beamed down onto our planet sure does it's intimidating just to look at much just think about so yeah i thought that that was dope it is really is go and check them out and support if you can now let's move on to hot tops how i met your bottom did I do that one? I don't know. I can't keep up. This is like 365 of these fucking things I've come up with so far. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're here. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. 
With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, so what do we got going on? Couple of things. Um, Lady Gaga is finally apparently about to drop her sixth studio album. Wow. After a list of leaks and uh, drama and all kinds of foolishness. Chromatica is apparently supposed to come out sometime this weekend. I just saw on my YouTube homepage some new song and video she has out with Ariana Sleeves Grande. And mm. the album is supposed to also... This is the same album that she said that she was going to call Adele. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm assuming that was a joke, but... Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> Yeah, delays, leaks, coronavirus came in, Target had leaked the track listing, all kinds of drama leading up to her next new weird um, collection of music. Uh, The video and song Rain On Me featuring Ariana Grande is what just recently dropped. Um, So it sounds like what you would assume it would sound like i think like okay. i feel like your first guest is probably close <laughs> on the money okay very much something that white gays would probably blast at an only fans party that is definitely what i was thinking of <laughs> um i'm not a huge fan of it the video is interesting. It kind of looks like it was like inspired by K-pop and Power Rangers and the fan mail era of TLC. 
and um oh god i just pulled it up and i definitely see the fan mail like yeah from the very fucking get-go it's very um oh, right. lisa t-boz mm-hmm. and chili of 2000 um and fine whatever ariana grande's dancing in the video with some butterfly wings on because she refuses to not look like a six-year-old and i just feel like whenever this came out you know the the gays their pupils just dilated and they had to plug it into their veins i know that this is probably just adding to the stress of not being able to go to brunches and circuit parties for the white gays um but other than that i read on vulture that this is an album that's supposed to be a dance a dance album from another world okay or some shit like that like it's (laughs) another planet I don't know. You know that she does this whole weird shit where it's like, oh, I'm actually like an alien T-bone steak and here's my song about global warming or whatever the fuck. And there's lots of spectacle and she's full out strange. And so I I guess good luck. I don't feel like every huge pop star has to have a collaboration. Like they don't have to. Yeah. This, to me, just kind of felt like, let's do a song together because it would absolutely make the gays explode. (laughs) And I'm sure that it delivered in that sense. But other than that, I'm just kind of like, all right, I hope to like the album. The last full Lady Gaga album I think I like was The Fame Monster. (laughs) I think that was her second. I don't even know if the Fame Monster was actually an album. That was during that time where all these pop stars were re-releasing albums with like six new songs and then calling it something else. But either way, the Fame Monster slapped. And I <laughs> don't know if I fully appreciated a full body of Lady Gaga work since. Maybe I should revisit some things because sometimes I enjoy albums in retrospect. But everything since then has just kind of been for me like... I don't know. Maybe we grew out of that weird avant-garde wearing a beehive on your head shit that she did when she first came out. Because now everybody does it. So it's kind of like... Yeah, the weirdo white mm. bitch thing is like not as much of a... (laughs) Not as much of a draw as it used to be. I promise that Lady Gaga has one... I don't remember what song or video it is, but in the video, she is playing a mermaid and a robot and a man, I think. Like, she played, like, three different roles besides the regular white, you know, Caucasian woman (laughs) that she is. And so... I'm going to listen to it just because I fancy Lady Gaga on her great days, but... If it's just a full-out dance album, like, if I'm going to be getting a whole bunch of peak Molly ecstasy shrooms music, then I'm just going to stay out. Yeah, and that's honestly what I was thinking, because as I've just been Googling it a little bit, I'm seeing a lot of references to, uh, I want everybody to dance and electronic music, which... Once you say those two things, I'm automatically like, all right, this project is probably not for me. It's probably not. But I what you said earlier about this kind of making the gays even more anxious for the club or a house party or a basement party or like an OnlyFans party, anything. I think it's it's definitely going to contribute to that. And the weather is starting to warm up, too. So 
Yeah. Niggas gonna be trying to have poppers parties on Zoom with this album playing in the background. And best of luck. And good to luck. You. Yeah, yeah. Best of luck to y'all. Knows. But I don't think this one is for me. The Fame Monster um was a reissue of her first album. So I don't even think it counts yeah. as a second album. I think it's just like an EP. So Yeah, I don't know how any of that shit was working at the time. But yeah, it's probably closer to the EP side of things. But that was the last time I was like, ah, oh, yes, I stand this body mm-hmm. of work. I yeah. just love what you're giving. So yeah, I don't know if it's like a whole thing where we've just sort of uh stopped being moved by the whole weird spectacle of things that she does because everyone has done it or if I'm just getting older and I don't <laughs> give a fuck about a lot of the sounds because this is another thing like I'm just realizing that it w- ways that I've felt about certain corners of entertainment certain genres of music it's not that I hate it now but I don't feel as moved as I used to. So it's not, I'm not sure if it's like a me thing, if it's an industry thing, if it's a mixture of both of those things, if I'm just getting older. It probably is both. Yeah, it probably is both. I think her approach to music has changed. Her sound has um, evolved a bit, which, you know, is well within her right to do. And also, I'm sure we're not the same people we were whenever Born This Way, or not Born This Way, <laughs> whenever uh, the fame came out. So I think it's probably both. Yeah. And I wish the best for Gaga, but I don't, I don't care. Mm-mm. Well, um, hot off of the announcement that Future's latest album is yet another number one for him. He's been... Uh, throwing a temper tantrum over having yet another child out of wedlock and calling this latest child's mother ugly. Um, I saw that temper tantrum he threw on the internet and I was really puzzled. Like, you mad at her like she ordered your sperm off the internet. I don't get this. Right. <laughs> like, you fucked her, dog. Like, she broke into your house while you were sleeping and was like, sperm, come out, sperm. This way, come on, close. Right. Like she won some ugly bitch contest and you was the prize. Like you just no accountability for your own actions here. No, just all right. So future um, reportedly and allegedly um, has been confirmed as the father of Eliza Rain's one year old daughter. Um. This is one of the ladies that he had been going back and forth with on social media about <laughs> is I or is I not the pappy and mm-hmm. a whole lot of rap nigga shit and <laughs> like, you know, 20 to 30 characters that don't make no damn sense on Twitter. But anyway, like I said, allegedly he is the father of this child and Eliza is not only, I'm sure, gleeful over that vindication, but she's also suing that ass for libel and slanderous comments. Well. <laughs> After a future allegedly painted her out to be nothing but a sack chasing uh, skeezer for the 1998 of us in the, in the audience. Yeah. Tonight. There we go. Um... So then he tweeted some dumb shit about this girl being ugly. Let me find those things. Which is like, honey, 
First of all, no, the fuck she's not. Like, this girl is far from ugly. Furthermore, if she's ugly, nigga, God bless all the mirrors and glass in your goddamn house. I mean, like, a little the... bit of reality goes a long fucking way. Um, He said on uh, Twitter, I can't speak the truth. Oh, no, this isn't it. He said, I can't speak the truth. I'm a log off. You run to the internet. Teach these hoes how to keep their business off the internet. And I believe that this was after, like, the truth set us all free. Um, (laughs) But on Twitter, he said later, people make... People make lies up to make themselves feel good. Leave them ugly girls alone. Don't get high and treat an ugly girl pretty. Huge mistake. Ugly girls be in imaginary relationships. I told my dog, learn from you. I don't know why this is like like a ghetto nigga's Dr. Seuss. You act just like you look. (laughs) Caught me slipping. Okay, so what? You was really, really lucky. Relax. You crying over shoe money when you could have just asked for it. Relax. Pay pay the money. Just, Just make sure child support, cash, check, money order. Give this woman her fucking money and <laughs> leave the rest of us alone. You fuck this girl because you wanted to. You decided yes. pro- clearly not to use protection or whatever the fuck. She pregnant. You got another baby. Take care of the nigga. This is the game that we you know we exist in. All of us. This is called reality. Right. You get it. You make a baby. You kind of have to pay for it. Right. <laughs> so what happens? And Future has like eight kids. So it's not like he don't know how all this and half of them are like under two. So it's not like he don't you're know a how vet. this shit goes. Right. You're a veteran at this loose dick nigga shit. It shouldn't even be at this point. You should just be writing a guidebook for everybody else on just like the fastest way to get child support money out of the house. Um, the best lawyers, whatever it is that it takes. Yeah. Because the rest of this shit just don't seem like it makes, you know, any good sense. I'm sure that the, um, the real issue here is that as the president of the secret society, Illuminigas, um, Future's status is probably in clear jeopardy at this point oh really and i'm sure that chris brown and offset smell blood in the water and they're coming for that <laughs> position <laughs> to run all of these ain't shit niggas you know in the direction that the group sees fit and so future's probably just on some mafia movie shit freaking out because the niggas are coming for his spot as okay. top fuck boy in charge because what yeah i mean at least chris and offset are good fathers from what we know anyway (laughs) like at least they have that going for them future his children are scattered across the 48 contiguous states and he didn't even want to claim them last two or three so I feel like there's a certain level of scumbag nigga who you know future will always be their daddy just because they can relate with the ancientness. Because <laughs> this is just bad. When is Future going to say, I really need to stop fucking all these girls, especially Raw. Maybe I need to just start strapping up all the time. Maybe I need to find one young lady and build a relationship with her and get to know her and then maybe not get her pregnant. <laughs> you know that there are cords within you that you can cut so that this just doesn't happen anymore. Like... A little bit of responsibility goes a long fucking way. And I don't care what Lori Harvey's talking about, nigga. It could be finished now. Like, y'all can adopt 
or whatever the fuck it is that you do it in the future, you can go ahead and just snip, snip. And then you don't have to worry about, you know, cashing out for any other party promoters or whatever the fuck, since that's all that you seem to know how to do in the world of relationships and sex. I definitely thought so, they broke up. I didn't even know him and Lori Harvey was still together. I don't know. Mate, you you probably right. What do I do besides play Animal Crossing in this? <laughs> I definitely <laughs> thought that girl went and quarantined in her condo some damn work, but... I'd hope. Who knows? Because niggas is still sneaking out to fuck, so maybe they oh. like better the dick you know than the than a dick you oh, know. Oh, big time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't trust Future because you know he out there fucking multiple girls. A little pandemic is not going to slow that nigga down. He's probably got his own app. Where he just opens it up and, you know, has one of them sent over to the house. One of yeah. those yes jewels is or something. I don't know. On the bright side of the Illuminiga news, though, one Quavo has gotten his high school diploma. I saw that. Oh, that was just so recently. joyful. That was so sweet. So I read that he had actually been involved with his high school, like, you know, as a successful rat nigga doing community things and giving back. But he wasn't considered an alumni since he technically was a dropout. And so the principal of the school, who was his teacher back in the day, said, hey, why don't you just get your damn diploma? You know what I mean? Why don't you just go for it and do it? And so that's what he decided to do. He also said on Young Money Radio that... Wayne was a uh, one of Lil Wayne was an inspiration, I guess, for him because you know Wayne went back to school after being incredibly successful. I don't remember if it was his. I think it was an older woman in Wayne's life. I don't know if it was a mom or grandma or auntie or somebody. I'm pretty sure he was like, you know, as <laughs> many black people can say. There was a strong black woman in my life who yep. said, "Hey, nigga, why don't you do what's <laughs> great for you?" <laughs> so, and so I decided to do yep. it. Yep, Megan and her grandmama. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, because school. <laughs> grandmas will all. I mean, your grandma will be in like a cashmere robe and on the yacht that you bought her, and still be like, you know, it's never too late to go back to school mm, and right, get baby. your education. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you might need that. You never know when that could come in handy, and that will show people always. You know the value <laughs> that you take seriously and that you know that you have. Grandma, why do we all wealthy. get the same speech? <laughs> we all get the same fucking speech. <laughs> we're rich i pimped the game like i don't have to do that i'm doing anyway. songs with beyonce she said okay and you hop your ass right onto that blackboard afterwards i'm glad that she said homework. that because How is beyonce doing in the school and, and the things because <laughs> you know beyonce is never too late to go but like all what? of them put beyonce on the phone since you said something did, did she finish <laughs> You know, the church, they got the Zoom. And so you could Zoom me on. I don't have no problem. <laughs> you could Zoom me. Zoom me right on with Beyonce. And we can and ju- we all do it together. We could tutor. <laughs> Lord. Bless y'all's grandmama's hearts. Yes, I thought that this was adorable. I love these pictures of him in his cap and gown on Instagram. And for some reason, I. He looks so happy. <laughs> have no explanation but for some reason this to me looked like what gerald from hey arnold grew up to be i don't know why i do i see it as soon as you said it i was just like oh hey arnold the college years this is sweet (laughs) um but yeah it's like it sounds like he's even considering 
going to a college next. Shout out to Burke Berkmar High School in Georgia, Lilburn, Georgia, to be exact. Yes, and shout Georgia. out to Quavo. <laughs> shout out to Quavo and Principal Williams and everybody over there. You class of 2020 kids can say that you graduated alongside Quavo. And he can say that he is a grad in Bushi. All right. <laughs> you was holding on to that one. <laughs> no, but good good job, Quavo, because that is not uh, an easy thing to do. I actually only saw one person being stank about it, like taking screenshots, talking about this is sad. And I was wondering what was so fucking Wait. sad, but I guess they were making fun of him because he's 28, 29, and just now finishing his high school diploma and it's like but you know niggas don't have to do that right you know he could right. it's still a fucking achievement he went to school when he did not have to and learned something and might even continue his education like you can't just be happy for a black man learning something god damn some of y'all will find anything to hate on but this is beautiful news I don't and go to school <laughs> let cardi help you you go to uga online and go on and get that degree um more white news this week uh, <laughs> Lana Del Rey was caught up in All some right. nonsense after she posted her feelings I'm gonna take a break. on the gram. <laughs> I'm gonna in take a post a that break. now has <laughs> 1.7 million likes. Um, I'm not gonna read this whole ass novel, but I will just go over the header here. Lana Del Rey posted, question for the culture. Not sure which one. But question for the culture. Now that Doja Cat, Ariana, Camilla, Cardi, and Cardi B, Kehlani, and Nicki Minaj, and Beyonce have had number ones with songs about being sexy, wearing no clothes, fucking cheating, etc. Can I please go back to singing about being embodied, feeling beautiful by being in love, even if the relationship is not perfect, or dancing for money, or whatever I want without being crucified or saying that I'm glamorizing abuse? I'm fed up with female writers and alt singers saying that I glamorize abuse, when in reality, I'm just a glamorous person. (laughs) That's not the end of the sentence, but no, it's just stop laughing. That was funny. I'm fed up with female writers and all singers saying that I glamorize abuse when in reality I'm just a glamorous person singing about the realities of what we are all now seeing are very prevalent, emotionally abusive relationships all over the world. She hasn't deleted this, so you can go and read the rest of this if you want full context, but. It basically goes into woe's me. People have been so mean to me, even though I'm fully a feminist, because I make songs talking about ain't shit niggas and how much I love being in relationships with them. And I also have appropriated Native American culture and okay. damn near yeah. every other culture that ain't Caucasian for however long. Um <laughs> And full full uh, clarity or whatever, for the record, I like Lana Del Rey's music. I'm not, like, popping up all of a sudden and acting like I can't stand this bitch. I actually enjoy her weird-ass, spectral-ass ghost music. But Mm-mm. that's neither here nor there for the point today. Um, So, loads of the girls were not feeling it. Correct. Um, Correct. It's me. I'm the girls. Lana Del Rey was promptly dragged for this post. She was called racist for naming mostly women of color um, in this post while saying, hey, since they can do this, why can't I? 
She uh, responded to some of the criticisms in her Instagram comments. One of them, (laughs) one of the comments that she posted said something to the effect of one last thing on the topic of blankety blank, blank, blank. And then later she posted another uh, (laughs) essay on Twitter that I mean, on Instagram that says a couple of final notes on my controversial post. That's not controversial at all. I guess we don't know how final works. Despite the feedback, I've heard from several people that I mentioned in a complimentary way. You didn't. Whether it be Ariana or Doja Cat, I want to say that I remain firm in my clarity and stance in that what I was writing about was the importance of self-advocacy for the more delicate and often dismissed softer female personality. Oh, Christ Jesus. And that there does not, there does have to be room for that type in what will inevitably become a new wave slash third wave of feminism that is rapidly approaching. Watch. Again, this hasn't been deleted. You can go read that shit if you want to. Wow. Then today, she posted a video this time in black and white (laughs) with all of... The filters that make it look like one of your great-grandma's old pictures. And she was dressed like a counselor at some Pray the Gay Away camp. And she went on again without an apology or acknowledgement, really, of how she may have offended. And more so, defended what she was initially trying to say. So here. um, Oh, boy. I don't understand any of this. I mostly don't understand the necessity. I don't understand why it had to happen at all. Race aside, you know, because yes, she names like 20 black girls and Ariana. Ariana, yeah. But that aside, I just don't know why you needed to name anybody the fuck at all. I understand that a lot, like, the people that she named are people who are, like, on the top of the charts right now or whatever. But Lana Del Rey, for as niche, as I would say, her sound is, hasn't had a lack of success. You acting like you like Tanache or somebody who constantly has to, like, prove <laughs> yet again and again and again that you have talent. She puts out an album, her core base of fans hear about it, they buy it, and she's the queen of the festival scene. Like, you're constantly touring, you're constantly putting out stuff. You've had success in all of the things that you've made. So I don't understand why you feel like you are above criticism. That's my first stopping point. Zoom, let's go down the block, pull over again. Next point. Why? Did I say why did you name anybody? Because that should have been the first point. But why the fuck did you have to say? You could have easily just been like, okay, so I see, given the charts and things today, there are more women that are finding successes, you know, in the industry, singing and rapping about whatever the fuck they want to. I would like that same thing. Even though you have no lack of support. But you know what I mean? Nobody had to be pinpointed. And even in the video that she did today where she was dressed like a lumberjack, she says some shit like, oh, when I, if I dance on a pole, I'm called a whore. If Twigs does it, it's art. First of all, again, why are we naming anybody? Secondly, have you seen Twig's pole Thank dance? You. Thank the bitch you. is an artist. It is art. She's a trained fucking dancer. She's not going to just give you a twirl around on the pole because she thinks it's sexy or whatever the fuck. She at like, not 
apples and mangoes. Yes. Apples and mangoes. They're not even What's almost. not clicking? And the same thing. So let's skirt down the road just to taste again and pull over once more. What makes you feel like these women you named aren't also experiencing constant criticism for similar things? You think that they don't give people like Nicki Minaj or Beyonce shit (laughs) for saying like whatever about their ass? Like... Beyonce saying if you don't jump to put jeans on you don't feel my pain has nothing to do it's not even similar to the things that you sing about or the the subject matter first because you're you know Beyonce gotta jump to put jeans on but also because like <laughs> like again as someone who listens to this woman's music Lana's and you know have don't hate it she does have a sort of way of romanticizing maybe not abuse specifically but definitely toxic relationships to the point where i've listened to a lot of songs and been like okay girl and it's not to say that there aren't people who aren't obsessed with and revel in bad relationships and stuff like that but you ain't gonna say that somebody saying you know, whatever about sexual freedom or owning their body or dancing on a pole equates to you being like, this nigga treats me like absolutely, absolute shit and I couldn't be more thrilled. (laughs) It's it's not the same thing, but past that, like I said, you think that they don't call all these other girls whores and and bitches and hoes and all kinds of other unreasonable, irrational shit constantly. It's like, what were you attempting to do with any of this? And then you're rash, you're latching on to the fact that people are calling you racist or whatever. Because for a white person, especially a Karen, that's like one of the like that's that's like the hot thing. <laughs> Not the hot thing, but it's like the hot button term that like yeah. really gets your attention. That's the one that leaps out at you because you already know that the girls have given you shit for it or whatever. And now you're trying to say that proceeds for this and that are going to Native American um, uh, communities and, and all of that kind of stuff. But I just don't understand how how this, A, mm-hmm. why this needed to happen and B, why it needed to be like doubled down on two three times when right. it never added up to anything that made sense i think wanting to defend the type of music or art it is, that it is that you decide to make is one thing but trying to throw countless other people specifically women of color under the bus when they're just minding their own fucking business and very likely experiencing the same shit that you're complaining about makes no sense to me. I know that the dog gets high. At least she sings about that as well. So maybe that's something that's going mm-hmm. on. Because Perhaps. Honey, it was listen, cocaine. Perhaps it I've, was. <laughs> I've been in here getting smacked myself. Not on coke, but you know what I'm saying? The girls are all dealing with their quarantining and trying to find peace however they may. But this shit was not it. Not at all. No, it wasn't. She could have made the point about feeling like critics were unfair without bringing anybody else into it. Exactly like you said. Every last one of these women has been criticized for their music or their sexuality or their content or all of these things. In fact, every last one of these Black women has arguably had to do more than you would ever have to to even be taken seriously in the first place like i say that as somebody who isn't blown away by your music i like high high by the beach high on the beach 
Because I like getting I like getting high by the beach. Like so I, mean, I was like, okay, this is fun. But other than that, I don't really need your sad ass music. So <laughs> I just feel like there's a lot of there's some uh some self-actualizing that needs to happen here with Elizabeth that's that's not coming through. She's just like really resistant to the idea that she was at all wrong for this. But girl, you could have made this about you without bringing us into it and then not even just listing off a bunch of women of color but saying question for the culture to kick it off as soon as you say that and then you list a bunch of black girls and then say how come they can do it and i can't why would people not think like how you gonna say i don't understand how y'all bringing race into that and that just says more about you than it does me bitch you literally (laughs) you set it up Maybe you need to and go then and look at your you words again. <laughs> yet another woman of color to try and make your point. <sighs> like, I just, I don't understand. You could just continue to do whatever the fuck it is that you've been doing and get a dedicated group chat like other people. I'm telling you, I really, I don't know anything about coding. I'm not like our uh, Black Excellence of the Week. But that app needs to be done. Yeah. It just needs, somebody has to make Come an on, app just for people with platforms like this that they can just log into and be like, so I have feelings, probably not <laughs> wise to share them with the public. Or I want to know if it is unwise to share them with the public. Mm-hmm. Because this is something that a therapist could have probably helped you through. Or you could have just worded with some actual sense. Like like I said, there's no shortage of support for your music that is specifically for Caucasian ghosts that shop at PacSun and drink Starbucks fresh refreshers. <laughs> but I don't know why you felt the need to share this with us. Right. And then makes feminism a part of it too. Like why? Girl, you don't even know what you're talking about. I'm not, not a feminist. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But then there has to be a place in feminism for women, women who look and talk like you. And this whole talk of like a new wave, a third wave of feminism, the third wave of feminism came out in the 1990s. That is not something that is coming up. That is something that Ben Dunn came. So I don't, you don't know what you're talking about, but there is space for women in feminism who, I don't even know what you're trying to say about yourself, girl. Subject yourself to men's dumb shit because you're scared of being alone. I don't know what you're trying to say about yourself, but. I think that she's just trying to say that there are groups of women that exist in like these types of relationships that are looked upon as toxic and that she's just representing that group. And it's unfair to not be able to do so without judgment or whatever. Like that's what I assumed she was trying to say, but even with that presented to us or to anybody, I think with bare minimum sense, like just common, it doesn't, It doesn't really right. add up because it's not making you, sense. <laughs> you do well. It's not like you constantly like you have this this flaming talent that's constantly overlooked because of the things that you choose to sing. Like no, 
You know what? This sounds like to me, it sounds like when people want to call out one person or one publication in particular, but they don't want to seem salty or messy. So they make some big generalized statement like this mm. when they was really talking about one person with one yeah. stank review. And so then you end up hitting everybody else with all these strays. And <laughs> so people come at you mad and you're like, I don't get what the problem is when it's like, had you just said, dear Brad at fucking Pitchfork, I hate your fucking guts. <laughs> like... I feel like maybe she should have just thrown some names on it and did that. But this was ill-advised. You, every part of this should have been reworded because you, you actually, there was a point nestled in here that's worth talking about. Yes, (laughs) yes. But you just, you framed it. You set so much bullshit around it that it's almost impossible to find. And then you should have known, as soon as you said Beyonce's name, Hive was going to be on your ass. You should have known. You should have known. And you, so, and you said Nikki. Right. And you like, summoned the barbs as well. Like a full dumbass. Like, oh, you really don't pay no attention. That's what I know. That's what I'm saying. They saying. cut people. <laughs> like, the barbs find people. So. That's their initiation. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even. I know yes, you, told you have to Azalea slit a throat to, to be a barb. <laughs> so you might just want to keep it the fuck cute. Next time, just say how you feel without throwing other artists into it who face criticism just like you do and yes. aren't in charge of the way people receive you who knew that beyonce was just walking around here sans critic like, i had no idea that Nicki minaj has never been unfairly criticized what a world i must have been in the matrix where where was i at because i could have sworn all of uh right-wing america wanted beyonce's head on a fucking pike after the formation video came out i don't know what she is talking about here I really don't. Mm. She just came out of her ass with all of this. And you didn't pave <laughs> the way for none of these black women to do a fucking thing. And she kept talking about how, like, this is the one time that I've spoken out about anything that I'm feeling. Ooh. And I was just like, isn't that unfortunate? The one time that you did it, and this is it. This is what we've been given. Mm. So, whoever kept you to not speaking to this degree or in this manner up until now, Reach out to them, okay? Reach out to them and figure it out. Does she think she's even the first white woman to sing about complicated or fucked up relationships? Like, I feel like that's all the all white girls. What are you? Like, Elizabeth, every Elizabeth. white woman <laughs> who sang like alt rock or whatever in the 80s and 90s. Like, you're not even doing anything supremely unique in terms of your subject matter or the content of your songs or what have you ever heard yes, of Alanis Morissette girl I was just getting ready to name the queen like <laughs> hello what are we you're not you're not Fiona ever Apple's going right to there. be you could sing like gospel you're never going to be above criticism someone's always going right. to be like oh I don't like that you did such and such and such and such it just so happens that you do things that are probably like the criticisms understandable and you can discuss and explain and have conversation and have debate and stuff like that but being like oh so I see that you let Kaylani and them bitches show you some ass so what's the problem <laughs> like that's not gonna help anybody I mean, and you should just do whatever you want to do. Make whatever music you want to make, regardless of what these critics have to say about it. Clearly, you are successful. So why not just stay in your lane and go your own way? None of this had to happen. I blame the fucking virus. (laughs) 
I blame the virus because this was just pointless. I blame Rona for a lot. You know what? I'm not even going to give her that one. I'm not. Unless, like I said, unless like I said, you got a little uh, touch higher than usual because you're tired of quarantining, then maybe Rona can catch a bullet for that as well. Oh, but man. I feel like she would have said this shit regardless because she's just been holding in all of these feelings for criticism for however long she's been in the game. But you this wasn't the way fine. to go about it. Right. Just put your music out and go on. Good luck to you, Fort Lauderdale Ray. Last but not least... Doja Cat may have used up eight of her nine lives. It's not all of them. Um, Oh, boy. So apparently she has been uh, outed as a frequent user of some chat room. I saw it referred to as tiny chat, but I don't think that it... I don't know if it is tiny chat. I don't even know if it's the same site all the time but she just be in video chat rooms up until this day apparently with uh alleged trump supporters and right-wing incels i had to look this up i didn't know what an incel was oh the incels are out of their fucking minds (laughs) those are the involuntary involuntarily celibate yeah yeah and they kill women for not wanting to fuck them like them people are out they damn mind I can't keep, I just like sleep. I can't keep up. I don't know what, what's going on anymore. Like I'm officially old. I thought incels was like a Microsoft software that Kelly Rowland don't know how to use. I've right. never heard of. All but right. then I realized that's Excel. And so that kind of. Anyway, so Doja Cat be on these uh, chat rooms, apparently, with white people who make racist jokes, and she allegedly would laugh along with the jokes and things like that. That was leaked. She apparently also be shaking a little touch of ass for them uh, Trumpers every now and then. Of course she does. And uh, also, there was some song that leaked from 2015 from her called didn't do nothing which is a uh slur that is apparently used to mock black victims of police brutality mm-hmm. so didn't do nothing a lot of the cats or felines i don't know what doja cat stands are called uh they had questions uh doja cat is over party took place last <laughs> friday <laughs> Doja, who is mixed just for anyone who couldn't tell or wants to know, um, posted the following iOS press release. It says, I want to address what's been happening on Twitter. What's been happening? Right here on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I've used public chat rooms to socialize since I was a child. I shouldn't have been on some of those chat room sites, but I personally have never been involved in any racist conversations. I'm sorry to everyone that I offended. I'm a black woman. Half of my family is black from South Africa, and I'm very proud of where I come from. As for the old song that's resurfaced, it was in no way tied to anything outside of my own personal experience. It was written in response to people who often used that term to hurt me. I made an attempt to flip its meaning, but recognized that it was a bad decision to use the term in my music. I understand my influence and impact, and I'm taking this all very seriously. I love you all, and I'm sorry for upsetting or hurting any of you. That's not my character, and I'm determined to show that to everybody moving forward thank you mm. what a strange bird i don't really 
I mean, it's okay, girl. You're taking it all very seriously, but now there's a fuck Doja Cat t-shirt on your website. <laughs> Available oh, is there? for pre-order. Yeah. So it's like, are you taking it seriously or are you a fucking troll and loving it? <laughs> this is something I wouldn't have guessed of Doja Cat. And really? that's something that I fully expect of her. Not knowing what the fuck I'm going to hear about her doing or saying. Okay. So it's not like I would have been like, oh, yeah, Doja Cat totally seems like the type to be on racist tiny chat. But <laughs> hearing it, it's just like, oh, another weird thing from someone that I find to be kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, her throwing it back for um, trust fund Trumpies. That's not really surprising but the rest of it and the hard r's and all of that other shit i just don't i I never know what to make of this child but seeing as how i was introduced to her dressed as a cow with french fries in her nose singing moo yeah i I guess the wonders will never cease i'm not really surprised that she entertains white men because i think since i've known of her i've only ever known her to fuck around with white boys anyway uh, all of this is too much and extra, but I knew it was something wrong with that girl when her tweets saying faggot came out and she was like, yeah, everybody did that. So get over it. And it's just like, oh, no, 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 ma'am. I started looking at her crazy then. So the fact that y'all got Same. somehow more emotionally invested in her, I don't understand. Did y'all forget the faggot thing? Did it not matter? <laughs> Whenever I thought of Doja Cat, that's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. So <laughs> I know y'all really like say so, but. And rules. Yeah, I mean, she has some good music and she can fucking rap, but it's going to be up to y'all to decide whether you support that or not. I've been been able to clock it about this bitch. Something was wrong. Yeah, I feel kind of the same. A couple of people hit me and were just like, oh my gosh, there's Doja Cat thing. I'm so disappointed and blah, 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 blah. And I respect that. But I was just like, I don't really feel like I'm personally losing anything. I think that she is talented. I am not. But I wasn't, like, super invested in her to the point where this feels like a blow to, you know, my spirit or whatever. So, yeah, I think you're right. It's kind of up to people to decide how they want to approach it. I feel like most of the people that have given her the number one are probably young people who are going to just move past it if they were huge fans anyway, especially (laughs) since she's given you this attempt at an apology. Um, I don't really know. Like, I don't... Some people say, well, that explains how a lot of them wigs used to sit. um, (laughs) It does explain the fucking hair. It sure does. (laughs) Every part about it. But I think she was raised just with her white side, like her daddy abandoned them or something. I think that's her story. I read that she has not met her father or something like that. Right. It's something like that. So I'm sure she does have issues with blackness and and with her father and and both of them at the same time. But I just don't know what y'all I I cannot say I was shocked by this because I don't know what y'all expected from this girl. So she seems like part of this like Lil Nas X era of celebrities that are like they just grew up in in myspace and twitter was a thing when they were like five (laughs) right all all of this shit where it's just like they the way that they exist outside of their content is super digital because that's just they're Mm -hmm. younger so 
like you said, the whole the way that she responded to uh, having said faggot to me just was like, mm, yeah, it just seems cool really like, that. yep. <laughs> it just seems like really young and not taking much seriously. And then all of the little weird internet shit, her saying that she was gonna fuck Russ on Instagram or whatever. Oh, just like I don't know, girl. <laughs> like I don't even have it. She confuses me, but you know, God bless everybody. I don't know if you are a a Doja feline, a feline fan, or whatever y'all are called, and this is a hard time for you. You have my um, condolences and. Good luck in the future. A lot of the barbs mm. are livid. They didn't want their girl, you know, next to any any other forms of drama. Although I don't understand how. Nobody could blame Nikki for this, <laughs> right? It's just you know the barbs are are proactive. They just get right <laughs> to business before anybody says anything. The girls are just like before you even like nobody was even looking at her. I literally wasn't even thinking about Nikki. <laughs> It is sad, though, that they just had this number one moment, and now here we go. Just Was it yeah. even a whole two weeks? And it, I don't think so. I mean, Doja had to know that people had been recording her, taking screenshots and all that for as long as she's yes, been in these chat rooms. Apparently still be on them. Right. I re- when I heard about it, they are like, yeah, this was from four days ago. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe cool. she thought them white folks wasn't going to tell. I don't know. <laughs> How white of you, but... <laughs> for those of you struggling you know god bless I, I i never had expectations for this girl the faggot thing was all i needed yes to yeah 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 so yeah from there i was just like oh this song is cute oh that one's not and i just sort of left it at that this is really strange mm-hmm. but so is she so okay. <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly my nigga well that's it for the hot tops this week we're gonna take a break and come back later When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and i feel like it's in kind of a 
precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Okay, we're back, and it is time for listener letters. Ha, hallelujah. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. The first letter this week comes from Nisha, who says, I'm a 25-year-old Black woman. I am a child protective investigator for the state I live in, and I have a pretty good life. I'm in a new relationship with a 24-year-old Black woman who is a CNA. My niece, who is 22 with four children, asked us if we would like to adopt her youngest child, who was born about three weeks ago. My niece has been through a lot, especially with her mental health, and she doesn't believe she is mentally capable of caring for another child. She has a husband, but I don't think they are on good terms right now, but that's a whole nother story. My girlfriend has literally been talking about having her own family since the day we met, so she is all for it. I'm nervous. Since the day you met. <laughs> Lesbian. No surprise. <laughs> I am nervous, but willing to take on such a huge commitment. And I believe we are both stable enough to take in a child. We also both have great support systems. The question is, should we take on this commitment, seeing as how we have only been together for four months? Or should we allow the baby to go to someone else? We honestly have a great relationship and communication is honest and open. We both believe we can handle it, but you never know what may happen. Please help. Love you guys so much. Thanks, Nisha. Four months, and they are talking about adopting. (laughs) (laughs) Time must move faster for lesbians. My fucking people. (laughs) Four months, girls. (laughs) That is crazy. I mean, I think it would be really dope to, like, at least have the... Well, I guess I was going to say, I think it would be dope to at least have that proximity to the child's mom. Um, yeah. For the future, you know, depending on whatever, however they want to approach that. But that's not necessarily, I mean, you don't necessarily have to adopt this child for the proximity to be there. Um, yeah. I think that you're definitely right for considering whether or not this is the right decision to make, I definitely would not be starting a, re- a family nope. with somebody after Mm-mm. four months. No. I think that is just absurd. Love <laughs> you so much, but I just can't co-sign that one. I can't do it. I think that it's probably better oh, for you to find some place for this child. Um, to grow up healthy and safe and if it's someplace again that that will afford um your sister right or niece niece Niece. yeah your niece to um still have access i don't know you know to to her kid in the future or whatever then i think that that's um what i would be trying to do but i'm not 
I'm not having a motherfucking baby with you after four months, my nigga. Like, that's just not... Exactly. It's not gonna happen. (laughs) Coronavirus is older than four months, girl. Your relationship... I know y'all are happy, but it's been four months. I don't even know what cereal you like. (laughs) We gotta buy cereal for a baby? Like... Yeah, no. Y'all don't need to adopt this child together, but if she's down with having a baby in the home, then I think it's great if you adopt this child. And, but then you need to think about, you know, that being your legal responsibility. So yeah, I think that's a great option. If you want to adopt your great niece or nephew or whatever, and then, you know, y'all are just in the home, all three of y'all together. And if it works out, then great. You know, the baby has two mamas. And if not, then you don't have to have a fucking custody battle over a newborn that now, you see, adopted with your girlfriend. <laughs> now, see, that's complicated. It is complicated. But it is. <laughs> the, <laughs> but y'all the legalities just are what they are. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that'll be rough. Granted, it doesn't work out or something in the future, but I mean, the law is the law. Right. Or maybe you can get guardianship and then that way you can make legal decisions for the baby um, and have custody. But it makes it easier for, you know, your niece, if she is healthier down the line to come get her baby back or whatever. It's really up to you, I think. I love that both of y'all are down for it, but I just don't think y'all should make this legal decision together. After 16 weeks of being in a relationship, it just does not sound like a good idea. And do you know how, like, all of the ways in which a relationship transforms when you put a child in the middle and both have to assume responsibility for it? Okay. Like, your relationship is not going to to look anything the way that it does now. The way that y'all communicate is is going to be different. Your priorities will be different. Your values will all come to the table. All of your, everything that you hold dear and understand your way of life and the way that you were raised. Everything that is going to come up to the surface. And that is an intense thing to be doing after four weeks. No. Too intense. Please, please, ladies. I I get that you really like one another. And really, y'all might stay together forever. And I hope so. (laughs) I hope you do. But I just, this is too early, sis. Maybe you can do it and then y'all can have the little family situation. Like, there's already a pandemic. Don't add even more stress to your brand new relationship Uh, with a joint adoption so <laughs> won't even imagine it yes best of luck to y'all and to your niece i hope um her mental health improves because if it's bad already the virus Sorry. is not making it better but anyway let's move on our next letter comes from give me a fake name mm, maestro 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 says My problem is that I worked in a call center for an auto insurance company for almost three years. Last September, I quit my job to pursue acting, writing, to travel, and to really focus on myself and making a career out of being a creative. Well, I learned that the acting business is hard to get into. I have been struggling for the past eight months. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was barely surviving. I had to find extra work when I could, and I also picked up a bartending job to have some money coming in. I was so broke, I had to live out of my car at one point. I was in Atlanta at the time and ended up packing up and moving back home because my plans didn't work out. Plus, due to COVID-19, bartending and production companies had to shut down anyway. True. That's true. 
Then today I jumped on Facebook and saw an old coworker of mine post that my former insurance job is hiring now. I still have the license required to get the job. I still know how to do it. And it would give me the financial support I need right now till I can fully support myself at being a creative and not just jump out the window like I did last time. My former coworker even said they get to work from home now, which is perfect. The only problem is that when I put in my two weeks notice and did my exit interview, I told the HR person I was going to L.A. and to Atlanta to act. I told them that there was nothing they could do to keep me there. And I believe I gave. (laughs) (laughs) And I believe I gave them a one out of five on my experience with the company. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Not only that, I went around bragging to everybody that I was taking the leap of faith to pursue acting. Now, look at me trying to crawl back. I think the shame of failing is making me hesitant to apply, but my bank account is shrinking by the day. I've been praying to not go back to corporate, but I need some money to support myself and my dreams. What would you do in this situation? Would you reapply and admit you was wrong (laughs) if the question comes up? Or would you just move on and hope that a better job opportunity comes? Thanks, Maestro. In this economy? Um... Girl, go I mean, and get that goddamn yeah, job. And you got crow. humbled, but it happens to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So it is what it is. Lots of people have had those moments where they're like, fuck you and you too. And the general manager, all y'all hoes can suck my ring toe. I don't give a fuck about y'all bitches. And then yep. you don't end up where you told all them hoes that you were going. Yeah. It is what it is. Whether you got to go back some motherfucking job or not. You know, you could bump some motherfuckers at the grocery store and be like, oh, you still in town? I thought I just moved to LA to pursue acting. So yeah. if you need a job and you do, get the motherfucking job. And if anybody has some slick shit to say, tell them to kiss your ass. But don't listen. Don't do that last part. I be I yeah, never don't. kept a job for long. So you, I don't think <laughs> Don't listen to to Kid Fury right now. Talk it however you want it to is why you in this uncomfortable position right now. Yeah, Just yeah. flying off at the mouth. I mean, you have nothing to lose to apply again. And maybe uh maybe whoever's doing the hiring is maybe a little bit older and so they look at your situation with a little bit oh young person thought they could just fly off and not ever need a dependable job no more and you know maybe they'll right. have a little bit of grace for you and like yeah how you were trying to pursue your dreams but the worst that they can say is no you might as well go for it it's not like embarrassing <sighs> yeah i don't see job. why they would even turn you down from the job because of that like if you were flat out disrespect like if you were flipping motherfuckers the bird on your last day and just like turning over the coffee in the break room and whatever then yeah i could see them being like kiss our asses don't ever come back here again but if you were just like oh my goodness i don't like y'all and blah 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 whatever I don't know that it would make that much sense to not give you the job or whatever. But like she said, you don't really have much to lose by at least trying exactly. to. You have plenty to gain. And I think that you're also right, Crystal, in saying that like maybe there will... Because it sounds like it was a, su- a surprise to you that it's hard to make it as an actor. <laughs> but it was probably not a surprise to many of the people yeah. that you were showing off to. <laughs> so... They was all a lot of people room. probably right <laughs> expecting to see your ass back in there anyway. <laughs> now, will that hurt your ego? Yes. Certainly, <laughs> but it won't hurt your pockets if you get your job back. <laughs> right? They probably was talking cash shit about you. Like, oh, look at this. Oh bitch. yeah, so big for her damn britches. Out here talking about all the things she gonna go do and be all right, sis. 
good luck. Nobody saw a pandemic coming and it was hard beforehand. So there's just no shame in needing to take care of yourself and doing a job that will allow you to do that. So please at least apply, girl. You might as well apply. See what they have to say. All right. I agree. Our last question comes from Bianca. Hmm. Well, uh, you know what? I'm not going to do that one. I'm going to do a different one. This one comes from um, Vincent, who says, I am a 17-year-old in high school, and I'm a gay man. As I'm sure y'all know, with this comes... With this comes experiences with those in the closet or those who are on the DL. I've had many of these experiences, including one with a boy we can call Jason. Here's the problem. Jason and I actually dated for a couple of months, but no one knew because he wasn't ready to come out, which I respected. Eventually, we broke up because I felt unfulfilled. Oh, my God. 17. I love it. Right? (laughs) Unfulfilled. What is you shouldn't be any kind of field. You should be at the house in the and in, in school. Listen, at I'm seventeen, so talk about some, with that. You know, it comes plenty of it. Nothing should be coming with anything. <laughs> the problem Nothing. is that recently, my friend has been gushing over a boy who she refused to tell me about for months because she wanted to wait until it was serious. And of course, he is none other than Jason. Here's the thing. Jason told me multiple times that he was gay and just not ready to come out. And I've seen him use multiple girls as cover ups. My friend is the really romantic type and she falls hard and fast. I've known her for five years and she's helped me through the darkest times. I want to tell her not to go through with this relationship, but also I know she can be spiteful and gossipy when hurt. And I do not want to out anyone ever. How do I go about this? (laughs) Should I just leave it alone and let her figure it out? Any advice is appreciated. Thanks. Vincent? Is that what I said? Yes. Okay. Hallelujah. 17. I'm not helping him. Why? (laughs) Why not? Too young. (laughs) Too young to have a problem. None of this should even be taking place. Get your diploma. So I'm joking. I was about to say, I mean, this friend is rude right now, but you know, I'm totally kidding. I think that, um, yeah, it's probably y'all are so young that it's like, (laughs) this isn't really like a, I don't want to say it's not a real problem, but I just feel like you are too young to, to, to take, I don't know how to word this. Like, I feel like y'all are too young at this point to kind of, take serious a lot of these things i think that with a bit more time that jason will likely or hopefully um reach a better understanding of his sexuality hopefully be more comfortable in that especially if he's not outed at 17 assuming he's the same age as you (laughs) and um yeah i think that this is a thing where you can just know to kind of keep it moving since you weren't (laughs) fulfilled (laughs) like i'm just thinking like what could the 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 nigga not put butter on your popcorn when y'all went to go see trolls world tour correct like what (laughs) we went to orange julius and he did not buy me nothing like what fulfillment there shouldn't be no (laughs) fill your own cup this is of education. Y'all are so <laughs> y'all are so young, and it's just like 
I'm not going to tell you to be more worried about school because <laughs> I'm determined to be the aunt and I'm just going to say school as much as possible even though I was shit in school just garbage like did nothing okay um yeah, I think y'all are too young. I think that this is one of those things that sounds like y'all in not even 10 years will be cracking the fuck up about. Maybe you and Jason together will not be laughing about it. But I think it's something that you just like, if I think about all of the gay experiences that were revolved or, or just thoughts that revolved around my mind at 17 years old. Li- <laughs> You know better and and do better once you get older. You know what I mean? And Jason could end up being one of these niggas who's fully grown and still really locked up about his sexuality and lying to women and men and doing whatever kind of fuck shit and and whatnot. But that ain't none of your business. That's none of your business, none of your concern. You're not like, you know, the gay superhero that needs to save everybody from... I don't know, niggas on a DL or whatever. <laughs> but especially if you're saying that this girl may be spiteful or whatever the fuck. I mean, duh, she's 17. <laughs> Again, assuming you're the same age. <laughs> but like, of course, she would probably <sighs> be spiteful and, you know, start a thread on Twitter about it or whatever, the TikTok. I don't know. So I think that you and your lack of fulfillment should just go ahead and focus on being young and having a good time whenever you can go back outside. And, um, Mm. And that's it. This is adorable. Like, this is so funny that a 17-year-old... I mean, because it's totally a seven, It's totally a thing that you're dealing with at that age. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dude. Absolutely. Dating and trying to figure all of that shit out and stuff like that. But at 32, it's so funny to hear it. Because it's like, oh, that's one of those things. You just get older and be like, oh, Jason was fucking stupid. Right. And Jason will likely be older and be like, man, I was fucking stupid. You know how many, like queens i know today the thought that they were trade at 17 years old and were lying to girls and trying to date and stuff like that i mean like loads <laughs> so i would give probably, the girls yeah i would probably talk to him about it be like you know that's my friend right like this is you put in me I'm, i feel like i'm in an awkward position with you pushing up on somebody who is my best friend in this whole world i think you i think you can do that did and she say best like, friend? The girl is his best friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. I missed that part. For five whole years, friends. okay, since they were 12, which is... <laughs> You're just going to laugh at them for being young. <laughs> I'm laughing at them for being young. It's just funny because it's like, when you're that age... Stuff that we would laugh about at this age is like a problem. Yeah, you know I mean? like, it is. It's like it's thankfully, you know, if you have, depending on your circumstances, your problems, like actual, you know, needing to eat and be clothed and things like that, are usually being taken care of by an adult in your life. Therefore, your issue mm-hmm. is this nigga is on the DL and dating my best friend because of course he is. It's just so young. 
and I can't help but laugh. It is. I know that some of y'all younger it's people youthful. who listen to this show be all in your feelings because we always talk about people being young. I'm not faulting you for being your goddamn age. I didn't tell your parents when to have sex. I'm just saying, like, it's funny in retrospect because it sounds like something that I probably would have had on my mind also as a 17-year-old. But at today, I'm like, damn, that was fucking stupid. And you likely will do the same. Yeah. But I think you're right in that you should... Talk to your friend, uh, talk to Jason and be like, leave my friend alone. Right. Since you are just dead set on not outing him, which again, sounds like a good idea, especially when it comes yeah. to this uh, vindictive friend, I would be like, no, come on, nigga. I'm right here. Come on. Like, I'm literally right here. I've known this five years. <laughs> Please go play like, with somebody else's best friend. <laughs> leave me alone. Right. Like, what are we doing here? Okay. Should we wrap it up or should we do one more? I. It's up to you. I'll let you call it. I don't um, really care. All right. Let's do just one more. This one comes from Harriet, who says, normally I'm an active member of the Not Many Fucks Coalition, especially when it ain't got shit to do with me. However, this shit is too stank to forget. My friend was a plus one at a wedding where he was shocked to learn that the groom was, in fact, married and the bride was his side chick. This was actually a commitment ceremony where he vowed to only cheat with her. His oh wife my God. and I hope this goes the way I hope I think it's going. <laughs> uh, his wife and children were in a town 45 minutes away thinking he was pulling a long shift at the fire station. Uh, what? He would be a firefighter. Meanwhile, this nigga was in the backyard of an Airbnb lighting a unity candle, exchanging rings. And reciting vows to a goofy bitch in a real David Bridal's exclusive gown. <laughs> they even had an efficient flown out to perform the fuckery and then electric slid their way to hell in the dining room of the rental with their eight guests and some cake. Wow. I wish they got cake. <laughs> Come on, Publix. <laughs> I wouldn't have believed this shit if they hadn't asked my friend to take pictures and videos for them on his phone. After he airdropped the pictures, he kept a few for us to gag over. <laughs> Of course it sounds like did. a bad idea for a cheater, but whatever. You would think a cheater would be tighter about this shit, but <sighs> anyway, after he found out, after finding out his real name, I found the man and his wife on Facebook. As a human being, I feel like the wife has a right to see them at Satan's altar <laughs> and do what she wants with that info. Oh, my God. I found her business email, so I could make this an anonymous tip. However, I also know that this isn't my business. I wouldn't want right. to get my friend caught up in mess, but he doesn't know or care about these people either. What would Kid Fury and Crystal do? Thanks. Love, Harriet. Honestly. <laughs> Wait, so which one is the friend? So her friend is the one who was at the ceremony. He's the one who took the pictures. Right, the, the one videos. that took the pictures and shit like right. that. Right. Okay. But he doesn't know that he was a plus one, which why are plus ones invited to your fake commitment ceremony to your side chick? It's a lot that going had eight wrong here. People. Just say nine. <laughs> like, yes, this is too much. But I love this letter because normally I tell y'all to not be messy but i would absolutely do this i sure as fuck would i think that yeah i'm pretty sure i wouldn't but i wouldn't fault anybody for doing it i would actually love to be next to the person who is doing it so that i could watch <laughs> but 
I feel like personally, I would leave myself out of it just to stay away from this. Mm. But Mm-mm. I don't think that there's anything wrong with blowing up a fuck nigga spot. The nerve, a commitment ceremony. <laughs> okay. How you gonna have a whole ceremony with another bitch and then ask people to document it? That's what I'm saying. It's not like this can and be you know it was back to you cake. or your friend. You know it was. You know it was a good no, old she cake. Mm. I am I'm just over it. Right there at the Kroger. Yeah. I would I would absolutely create a dummy email account and send a message that said, This is literally none of my business. I just saw that you knew this person and thought you might be interested. And then just send that shit right on off. If the wife was my friend, I would do it three times. Like if the I would wife was my so friend, I would copies. say it to her face. <laughs> yeah. But not knowing him and my friend being the plus one, like you just seem so removed from this situation that I would just try. I would tell the friend, like, look, if it gets messier, uh, make sure that I know. I want to hear all the details because <laughs> I'm bored. You know what I'm saying? So let's do that. But I don't know. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it for any specific reason, because I think you doing it would be fantastic and hilarious. And again, probably very entertaining for you. But me personally, I don't think I would. If that's the question. I definitely would. The fact that you are so far removed from the situation is exactly why I would feel comfortable doing it. It's Mm -hmm. like these are just random people. You don't really know them. It's not like you owe either one of them anything so for you it's just like a moral issue i guess where you just feel like people who are getting cheated on deserve to know and i agree if it was me i would want somebody to send me the pictures and videos please friend of the random plus one who went to my husband's commitment ceremony to his main hoe (laughs) like the idea is so fucking preposterous i want to know that my husband is spending that kind of money on another bitch and and bold enough to have people take pictures and videos of it. I would do it. Because sometimes a public sheet cake can hit at the $20 mark. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> let's be, I mean, good cake. Right? I but... mean, the Airbnb rental, they probably had some mm-hmm. streamers up. <laughs> they bought a yeah. bunch of them little tea light candles. You know, he probably spent a I couple see a hundred. Paper. <laughs> I see a, a paper or a plastic tablecloth. Oh, Very, definitely. You know, definitely. So exchanging rings with your side chick is some of the goofiest shit I have ever heard in my whole life. I say do it. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I'm not changing my mind. I'm just saying do it. I still wouldn't do it you if it would, were me. I think you should. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you should too. It's not like, I mean, I really doubt that she's going to write you back and be like, who are you? Where did you get this? She's probably going to go straight to her husband. But again, this can't be traced back to you. So you should also send him like an anonymous calling card or something that's just like got like ransom style letters all in it that basically lets him know that she knows now and like set off like a a world oh she'll probably beat you to it never mind yeah but i would definitely think that krista brings up a fantastic point which is just the fact that you are so removed from it basically just makes it flipping a switch At that point, it's really not much else to it. Yes, I wish we were friends so you could uh, BCC me and I could just sit back. Who says they can't? (laughs) Okay, please don't BCC the read on this email. Oh, yeah, maybe don't. Please do not do that. (laughs) But best of luck to you in your your journey to mess. I 
I have to support it. I'm not mad at this. Niggas are so bold. They are. Bro. They are. They are bold like, as fuck. What? You ain't even just elope with it or, or, or go and run off somewhere and do your own little one-on-one thought style thing to me. She must be the type that was like, I want a ceremony. Like she must have demanded. I just need to I don't know understand. that I mean something to you. Exactly. Okay. Why Keisha got together? Because I actually married her. She is my wife. <laughs> right. That is what she is. My legal partner. So I cannot do that with you. But a bullshit commitment uh, ceremony, promising to not commit adultery with anybody but you. I will do that for you, girl. Mm-mm. I would yeah. want to see the whole thing come down. Yeah, I would do it. Send us an update. Let us at least know how it went. <laughs> yes, please do. If you have a question for The Read, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Hey guys, this episode of The Read is also being brought to you by Barefoot Hard Seltzer. It's a vibrant and refreshing hard seltzer made from three key ingredients. Sparkling water, a hint of natural flavors, and real wine. Underlined, real wine. It's real. Made by Barefoot, America's most awarded wine brand. Each can is 70 calories and 4% alcohol, the perfect amount to kick back with on a sunny summer day or night. You know what I'm saying? You can maybe kick out a, a chair on the veranda and have a toast to you so as the weather is heating up you can look for barefoot hard salsa hard salsa hard salsa (laughs) and salsa to go with it yeah and four delicious play flavors peach and nectarine pineapple and passion fruit strawberry and guava this is i love all of these (laughs) (laughs) yummy (laughs) along with cherry and cranberry you can find it at your local retailer or get it delivered straight to your door by visiting drizzly.com search barefoot hard seltzer and use the promo code barefoot hard seltzer as all one word at checkout for five dollars off of your first order that's d-r-i-z-l-y.com the coupon code is barefoot hard seltzer all one word barefoot hard seltzer your summer dream in a can if you still have dreams let's close out our show Well, (laughs) hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. (laughs) But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. That's it. Uh, it's time for our read now. Mm-hmm. It is. I don't have very much to say. You want to go first, or 
I don't really. It's up to you. I just wanted to. I mean, as always, the world is absolute shit. But there are people who piss me off more than others, and it's people who Mm. deliberately go out of their way to make things worse or harder for others. So. I don't know if you remember, maybe a month or so ago, I had to cuss out that bitch who went and like coughed all over the produce in the grocery store and they had to throw away all that fucking food because she was being stupid. Well, right here in the tri-state area, right across the bridge in Jersey, a man named George Falcone is under arrest or was under arrest. Because he was at the grocery store in New Jersey. If you don't know, up here, uh, you definitely can't go outside without a mask. But there are certain places where they will chase your ass right the fuck out. And the grocery store is one of them. Like, Mm. they're not playing around, especially because everybody has to go to the grocery store. So this man was at a Wegmans in Jersey on Sunday when a worker asked him to move away from her and a food display because he was too close. In response, he leaned in even closer coughed and laughed and told her that he had the virus so when did she finish beating his ass she's probably not done she's probably still whooping his ass right now if you don't know i think new jersey is maybe right behind us as far as the death toll from this fucking virus they have over 150,000 cases it's not a thing to joke about anywhere especially in a place where things are already so fucking hectic so he was charged with making a terroristic threat in the third degree and fourth degree of obstructing administration (laughs) of the law both charges are felonies (laughs) because on top of that fuckery he also refused to provide his name and id for the police detective who was actually already at the supermarket. He was just part of security. So I didn't have to call the police. The police was already there. And then for the next 40 fucking minutes, he wouldn't even give the damn man his ID or his name. Sir, if you're going to be bold enough to deliberately spread your germs during a pandemic, you ought to be bold enough to put your name and ID behind it. Y'all too bitch made for the shit you be doing. I would assume that if your boss was so big that you felt like you could go cough in an essential worker's face during a fucking pandemic, then you should have been the bitch to be like, and my name is George Falcone at 289 Manchester Drive. Like, come on with it then. Since you so fucking great. Since you don't have no worries. Since other people's health and safety don't mean nothing to you. This woman asked you to back the fuck up. Not just for her, but for the sake of the food, which other people have to eat as well. And instead of just being like, oh, my bad. You know, didn't mean to get too close to the hot bar or whatever. You decided to take it in the exact opposite direction and sign yourself up for a couple of felonies. I want this white man prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. I want his voting privileges suspended. I I want his license seized. I want him banned from all grocery stores in the state of New Jersey. Whatever needs to be done to send a message that you crackers might feel safe spreading your bioterrorism around your own homes, your own communities. You don't give a fuck about nobody else. Do that shit in your neighborhood. Do that shit in your backyard. Do that shit with your friends and family who come over and take the risk to breathe your same nasty ass air. Don't go to people who are at work, meaning they're not necessarily choosing to be here, but they are doing a job 
that is essential for us in these times and then threaten their lives and their safety. It's just... Oh, white bullshit. Just absolute Caucasian malarkey that cannot stand. <laughs> Sit in the jail. Do it now. I always enjoy the word malarkey. Since COVID is so fucking fun, you know it's rampant in the prisons. So why don't you go there? Why don't you go shout mm. in somebody's face down to the jail and see how you good you feel? On a regular day. <laughs> see how you feel then. See how good it is. Because... I just don't know what y'all are not taking seriously about this. The U.S. has over 1.5 million cases. By the time this show comes out, we'll probably have 100,000 dead. So I don't know what else needs to be done for you to understand that this is serious. Send him to jail. Well, all righty. Yeah, um, that's it. Well, first I'm going to pass my read. Pass the read like we used to. This one is coming from CP. CP says, I'm going to keep this short. Jumping right in, I want to start by saying I am not employed in the medical field, nor am I considered an essential worker. Because of this, like many others, I've had the pleasure of working from home. No kids, praise God. But I am married, so there are still pros and cons. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> is marriage a, a pro or a con? That was clear. I think she implied it's a con, oh. which I found hilarious. <laughs> okay. Anyways, because I have been working from home, I can no longer partake in the water cooler talk usually shared among the team in the office. Recently, in chatting with some of my colleagues via Zoom and Skype, I've learned there are a few of our colleagues that are refusing to wear masks in public, including when we are allowed back into the office. Not because they are persons with trouble breathing or otherwise unable to remove their mask without assistance, nor are they children under the age of two, although their (laughs) rationale is comparable. Woo, boy. (laughs) But solely because they disagree with the recommendations from our Democrat governor, Minnesota, I know. Oh, hey, Rose. Disagree? Bitch, what? People are dying and you're disagreeing over preventative recommendations. Got it. Wearing a mask does not make you more Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Green, etc. It barely aligns you with human decency. (laughs) No, these masks do not guarantee that you will not contract the virus, but it can help the prevention of it. Bottom line, please do not turn wearing a mask, something that can reduce the spread of the virus, into a political statement. These are safety recommendations from public health agencies. You are not helping anyone by not wearing a mask, and seeing as how you do not care for others, maybe take a step back to realize you are also not helping yourself. People, please wear masks. Some stores are even proving, providing disposables for free upon entry. Mm. That's it. That's my read. Uh, also love the show. Appreciate you two for being yourselves. CP. So shout out mm-hmm. to CP. Tell them the truth. there are a lot of people uh, who are treating this as if it is some sort of political game. Yeah. And, and you know, you're merely... <laughs> trying to be safe or keep others safe is a testament to your weakness or your um how easy it is for you to be controlled by the media or whatever i don't know like nigga it's literally basic people getting sick cover your sick holes (laughs) (laughs) like Like, this is science this isn't politics this is for people who believe in science do you believe in science Even the politics had to get that one poor scientist to come through or a doctor come through and answer all these questions because they don't know what the fuck going on. And for the longest period, didn't even give a fuck about what's going on. Still don't give a fuck about what's going on. Exactly. But you know what we do know? How to prevent the spread of viruses. 
wearing the fucking mask, staying at home, staying six feet away from people. These are all things that you can do to help protect yourself and others. That is just science. You would think that they were asking you to build a Chevy by hand. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, it's not even complicated. Just do what the fuck needs to be done so that we can get this shit over with and move on. Um, yeah. You would think we was and, under a real lockdown. <laughs> like, what the... F- Anyways. Yeah. Um, lastly... Um, I just wanted to say a fuck you to three individuals today. I decided to leave the house um, during the daytime oh, to wow. go to the grocery store um, and get some things that I needed. In the building, they have put on signs in the elevators, outside the elevators, that say to help prevent the spread of stuff and whatever. Because I said on the show we had someone in the building who had it, which to me, I just took that as at least three or four people in this building have it. So, but like, they put these signs up that basically say that if, unless it's an absolute emergency, they are asking for us to only have one person or one family in in each elevator at a time. Like, unless it's an emergency, Mm -hmm. just try to take another car or wait for the next one to come. Yep. Makes total sense. Do not have a problem with that. So today I'm going down. These signs have been up forever. And this, for the first time, is when I was taking the elevator. Because usually I leave very late. Like, if I'm going out to get anything, most of these stores don't close until around midnight or whatever. So I go out late just to deal with people less. But for whatever the reason, this time, somebody stops on a couple floors underneath me. And I'm expecting they're going to see me and be like, all right, I'll take the next one because that's what we're supposed to be doing. Not only did they not do that, we're talking about three niggas Mm. who got onto the elevator with me, none of them wearing masks. And I said, like, we're supposed to go one at a time. And they basically looked at me like I was disgusting and said, like, well, we're not sick. Oh, my God. You know when you, like, see jail? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I would have (laughs) spazzed. And I thought to myself, like, okay, I could spend... The rest of the day at home, do this show, eat some snacks, and play some video games. Mm-hmm. I could just let this go, get off of the elevator, and just move on. Or I could crack all 3D skulls together. <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm going to have to spend the rest of the day, probably a few more, yeah, in jail. A few at least. <laughs> I got off of the fucking elevator and had to wait for like two. Um, well, the one that I waited for, like the one that came right after had two other people in it. So I let that one go. And then another one came that had somebody. <laughs> so I let that one go before I finally got on the motherfucking elevator and could leave the fucking building to go get the shit that I needed. So I really just wanted to take this time to say, fuck all three of the motherfuckers who came onto the goddamn elevator. It's basic, like basic. How you know that I wasn't motherfucking sick? Right. How the fuck am I supposed to believe? How do you know that you are not sick 
All three of y'all motherfuckers were tested and haven't done anything since, haven't gone anywhere since. You're not wearing a mask now, so it doesn't even seem like you're taking this shit seriously. Right. Do you know that we had somebody in the building that is sick? Do you know how many motherfuckers are currently sick in the city and we live smack dab in the fucking anus of Damn it right sure here in Manhattan? Damn Like, sure what do. the fuck? But I'm supposed to just be like, oh yeah, totes. Cool. Alright. Like, I don't pay rent in the same motherfucker too. Woo. Fuck y'all niggas. Even if it wasn't a virus, I still would have wanted y'all bitches to get off the fucking elevator because I don't like people. I don't like none of you niggas and this is exactly the fuck why. People are <laughs> selfish and ridiculous and don't like following orders and for whatever reason so many people right now feel like they have to show their rebellious side given how many rules are being placed on everybody. Everywhere you go now they're telling you what to do and how to wear this and whatever and some motherfuckers just hate being told what to do clearly so you're just doing whatever the fuck you want to. This is life or death. So I'm just not the one you're going to play games with. Somebody else probably would have been like, sure. And let's all just breathe in each other's mouths until we get to the ground floor as well. Mm -hmm. Since we're here, Mm -mm. not me. And I'm just thanking the Lord for growth because it also in my 32 years, I feel like I have, I've gained the patience needed to just step away from situations like that because 10 years ago, even if it didn't get physical, it would have got very verbal. Yeah. So I would have definitely cussed you out. Like, so I'm supposed to now get off of the motherfucking elevator rather than y'all just waiting Mm -hmm. for the next one. Chat. Keep each other entertained until the next goddamn car comes down. Like, are you fucking kidding me? It was just the most annoying fucking thing. And I told myself, this is exactly what the fuck you get for not being the owl that you know you are. You should have just left the fucking house to go and get them groceries at 1045 like you normally do. Talking about you want to go outside when the fucking sun comes up. (laughs) Bitch, who are you? Human? No, that's not your fault. It's their fault for not giving a fuck about nobody else, even to the point where you're not wearing masks. Why the fuck are you not wearing a mask? I have not left my apartment without a mask on since March. I do not understand these people at all. You know the coronavirus is all outside, right? I walk down the hall to throw the trash out. Mask. Yes. I don't give a fuck what's gonna go to get my mail. Mask. <laughs> Walking the dog. Mask. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck where everything, I'm going, everything, what I'm doing. Because let me tell you something, I could probably go down to the grocery store without a mask and there's maybe a a decent chance that I won't, you know, get sick or catch anything or whatever. But preventative, you know, like Mm -hmm. definitions. So (laughs) if I can do things that cost me virtually nothing. Right. Aren't harmful. And in fact, do the absolute opposite. If I can do these things. To keep myself safe and healthy, people around me safe and healthy. Why not? Bitch, you want to get into a group of mother- a grouped ele- elevator with a motherfucker you don't know. None of y'all bitches got masks on and talking to me about some, oh, well, we're not sick. I damn near ripped out every one of their fucking uh, Adam's apples. I hate y'all bitches. I, and I was like, up until this point. I have not gotten onto the every time, whether I've been going up or down, every single time I've been on the train on the train, on the car by myself. And I just, you know, assume everybody's staying in, it just makes sense or whatever. And I of course, the one time that that motherfucker stopped i had to be dealing with dummies i, I just yeah. like yeah. it couldn't have just been somebody that was like oh fuck all right 
cool. Because that's exactly what the fuck I've been doing this whole ass time. Damn white people, bro. <laughs> like, Just no fucks given at all to other people's safety and security. None at all. Now, if I would have taken off my mask and just started spitting. <laughs> oh, directly to jail. You would have went directly to jail. Just like For terroristic threats. Yep. Terrorism. <laughs> you <Yes>. would have. <laughs> but why are they leaving the house without masks? Ugh. Where are you even the fuck going? Like, they have already confirmed. I'm sure the person who was sick by at the, the time that they mentioned it or whatever is no longer sick if they're all right. But... You know that that virus, like we have confirmation that that yep. virus has touched this, this building. building. Yep. Why you're even in here playing that kind of game to me is confusing. But fuck all that. Do what you want to do, bitch. If you don't, if you want to get at this point, I feel like some of y'all are intentionally just trying to get others sick for whatever fucking evil ass reasons. But yeah. do what you want to do for you. Like fuck all that other shit and, and whatnot. There are literally signs in this bitch that say hey wait on the next one unless there is blood that is just leaking from every orifice in your fucking face unless you are just like broken you know what I mean if you're having a baby like I don't know like it has unless this is an obvious emergency where you cannot wait just wait that was not the fucking case and y'all are some dick headed assholes for it amen and if i would have snapped off on them i would have been just oh yeah then you would have been the wrong stereotypical Mm -hmm. nigga that's just super angry and whatnot Mm -hmm. but here y'all are being the stereotypical careless whites y'all want to be slaves so bad but then at the same time like you could never imagine what it is to not be white and have to be exposed to typical whiteness on a day-to-day basis because some shit that I guess is just regular stuff for you like walking around in Daisy Dukes when it's 40 degrees outside it's strange to many of us (laughs) and like I guess it's hard for you to see that because it's just the stuff of your ancestors I guess but honey y'all make decisions that I just cannot get into don't make no motherfucking sense to me and the world could literally be on fire and y'all still be walking around like idiots it doesn't make any sense so fuck y'all too oh man and on that note I think that wraps up this week's episode of The Read check us out on social media at This Is The Read our website is thisistheread.com I think that was my smoke alarm that just went off I was so. not going to say anything yeah I think that was that so you know still not in a studio just gonna have to fucking deal but yeah uh, anything else fight us right <laughs> come change my fucking battery in the smoke alarm then nigga you know what I used to like joke about that smoke alarm battery needing to be changed in people's videos and shit when I lived with my mama was making YouTube or whatever the fuck when you have your own place and that shit be going off, you let it go for maybe a day or two <laughs> even <laughs> before you're like, oh, let me find a fucking stepladder or some shit so I can get up here. God bless you. If it's, for many people, a stepladder may not even be enough. Sometimes it's, I'm it's standing me. on them. It's me. It's not enough. <laughs> it is not a five to stack chairs to get up there. So, yeah, it's going to take me a while. So... And when I called the like, super, I he was like, don't know what to tell you. That's none I'm of my so, business. 
Oh, it drowns out after a while. You don't even hear it any motherfucking more. Meanwhile, you and that bitch doing some Barnum and Bailey shit, balancing it on fucking stools and chairs like Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Trying to fucking change it so it doesn't drive you bonkers. Them shits be going off in my house for at least 24 hours before I find the time. Like, I literally have to be like, just do it now. You Just do it now so you don't have to think about it again. Yeah, but. I don't. And I don't have time tonight. There's shooting stars on my island, so I have to go to work. I don't get them. I don't get them. Like, I don't understand why Are you sure? I never have any shooting stars. I've never had shooting stars. And I know them bitches, Tom and Isabel, are supposed to be like, hey, bitch, you know, supposed to be shooting stars tonight. Yeah. They don't do that for me. But sometimes so the shooting stars are there. So I don't have the there, fucking magic wands. Even without the, um, even without Isabel telling you, sometimes they're shooting stars anyway. I don't ever has never been to your island, Blather's little sister? Oh, yes, she has. So, so then when Celeste came, the shooting stars were there. Fuck. If you're just running around outside and all of a sudden you hear a little bell noise, like a little bling, 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 something like that, Mm-mm. just look up at the sky and press A. That's how you wish on a star. I bet you you have shooting stars and you just didn't know that's what that sound was. Probably. Yeah. it sounds familiar. Or just come but... over and you can wish on some of my stars and then they'll be on your island tomorrow, the star fragments. And you can get whatever oh. recipe Celeste is handing out. I be wanting a fucking magic wand because that's how you like you can like save preset outfits yeah but I don't like it because it doesn't you can't then edit the outfit it's like you have to wear that whole thing that you that you put together you can't adjust that outfit at all so it's just like what yeah it's it's like you're wearing like a skin kind of I don't I don't really see the, the point in the magic needs, wand it's like some quality of life improvements to it for sure <laughs> I love Animal Crossing but it's some shit that like like I don't need to be stopped in Nook's Cranny every day when I'm coming and, and going to say me hi around. to the niggas <laughs> and they follow you <laughs> like I was what is the hedgehog or the the Able the Able Sisters. Sisters. That little blue one. I'd be like, this is very wide of you, ma'am. Like, I'm just looking around. You don't have to follow me everywhere that we are going. Do I am you... not going to steal anything from you. <laughs> Do you ever talk to the seamstress, Mabel? The big sister? Yeah. I don't know if Mabel is. The, whoever's always back there at the sewing machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Because I know that she's like, they have like some deep ass story or some shit. But Right. You have to go talk to her every day for like a week. And then she'll start giving you extra patterns that you can use when you customize your stuff. <laughs> they honestly could have Animal Crossing night school. There's so <laughs> much. so much to do in this fucking game. <laughs> like what the fu- how am I still learning about stuff and yeah. I've had this fucking game for months at this point yeah but anyways yeah I don't think most people know that because she doesn't really talk like the first time you talk to her she's like yeah get out my face yes <laughs> the first few times that you speak to her she'd be like bitch I don't have no time you want to talk to somebody go talk to bitch, her bitch I'm working get away from right. me. go talk like, to my dumbass <laughs> sister but she wants you just once a day come back and talk to her and then eventually she'll be like oh I love you so much you're my favorite and, she'll give and they you do all these a lot patterns. of shit like that. Yep. They do a lot of shit like that where they don't explain stuff to you, but you're kind of supposed to go and do something over and over again before it changes. Yeah. Animal Crossing is a hoot. <laughs> all right. It's too much. Anyways, um, shout out to y'all for still listening. You can go to uh, This Is The Read on Instagram and Twitter for more stuff from us. You can go to shoptheread.com. For our merch, shout out to y'all for still um, copping the merch and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't even know if the, who needs a 
a hoodie or sweater <laughs> in this time. Apparently, some of y'all it's still really want them. Yes. So thanks for that. And um, I think that's it. Yeah, we appreciate the support, and we will see y'all next week. Goodbye. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.